Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We are live. What's happening, sister? How are you? I'm amazing. Um, today has been an amazing day. Super busy from wake up to now. We've got the Brain Picker podcast. I have lost count at this point of how many episodes that we've done, but I do know that every single episode has been official. Absolutely. Super <laughs> um, Can you hear me? Somebody said my, my mic was low last couple of times. Am I low? Am I good? Ironically, I did just turn my volume up on you. Am I good? How do I sound? I hear you, right? But I don't know what you sound like in comparison to me. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll work it out. You know what, Dottie? It ain't even about me. It is not about you. It's all about us helping not only uh, the person who is our special guest today, Stephanie, who has an amazing business model, a six-figure entrepreneur, but we're also helping the people who get to witness this live coaching session. So I'm excited. Do you want to introduce our special guest? Absolutely. Absolutely. So today's edition of the Brain Picker podcast uh, features Stephanie Victoria. Hey, Stephanie from Healthcare EDU. Hey, good morning. How are you today? Good. I'm excited. Super excited to be here. I love it. I love it. I love it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? So my business is a private occupational school in the state of Massachusetts. And right now we offer certificate programs in allied health. So we offer the nursing assistant, home health aid, um, CPR and MAP, which a lot of people don't know about is the medication administration program. So along with the school, I have started a online mentorship and accountability um, program called Future Nurse Navigator. Um, and that's for people who are lost in the sauce, as I say, and trying to become a nurse, don't know what to do in order to get all the micro steps done in order to get into nursing school. So that's what I'm doing. Gotcha, okay. gotcha. Um, Daddy said you have a little echo. I don't know how to fix that, but uh, now it said you have a little bit of an echo. I have an echo, maybe in my echo in here, because I am hearing an echo on Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. Let's try I'm it sorry. here. Is, is this better? Can you hear the echo, Dave? Uh, I can't. I can't. Audience, is this better? Do I need to come closer to the mic? I turned off, I turned echo cancellation on. How, does, how is that? 
How is this? How is this? How is this? How is this? Stephanie, you say something for me, please. Stephanie, can you Um, just say hello real quick? Yeah, TGIF to everybody. Hello. Okay, she sounds much better. So I'm going to assume that I also sound much better. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we all sound much better. Producer Dave. Hey man, I'm multi-talented, multifaceted. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, let's jump into this thing. Um, this is the Brain Picker Podcast, so you get to pick our brain. You can start with your first question. Let's do it. So um, my first question: With running a school, I love to teach, um, and I want to create more programs, teach more programs, and expand the school. But I'm in a tug of war between um, getting someone for operation. Uh, I haven't finished writing a book because I'm sending out enrollment agreements or getting a salesperson to close the leads. So I get I pay and get all these leads, but um, just the closing of it, calling them, getting online with them or if that's a combined job. So I would say that that's my biggest tug of war right now um, for 2022. Good. And you're All saying right. you need some you need a salesperson to close your leads. Let's talk about the leads that you're getting right now. Um what is what does that look like? I'm getting good leads. I what do you mean in terms of how many? Yeah, how many? What do you determine is good? What do you mean? For me, every month I sign up a student, it's good. But I guess um, right now in my Wix, it says about, I have about a list of about 80 people um, that are leads that are interested that went through my funnel and subscribed. Um, I put a box on the front of my page. So, you know, as soon as they get there, they put their info in. Um, and so I close, I mean, I probably close like one or two per week on my own phone call people that don't just go on the site. Um, so I think that's good, but I definitely would love to keep following back and forth. Like I text individually, you know, someone to just keep nurturing those leads. Um, you close one or two a week out of how many though? Out of, like the list of maybe like 80 on them. To be honest, I don't know how many so people have, I have. You have a there. list of 80. Is that you're getting 80 per week and you're closing one or two or that's total? That's I guess my, my question is, how many leads, like new leads do you get per week? And out of how many leads you get per week, how many do you get on the phone? And out of how many you get on the phone, how many do you close? Okay, I understand. I must get, honestly, it must be like 20 leads per week. Because they're really coming through on that, you know, my email keeps firing off Um, on the phone. So I get leads and sometimes they don't make it to my calendar and schedule themselves. So I get responses via text. I'll be in communication with like maybe five people and I'll get maybe three per week on the phone. And when I get them on the phone, I close them in some sort of class. All right. All right, Dave, did you have another question before I got started? No, nah, go for it, because I know you're ready. I, <laughs> I, I, I see the look in your face, Donnie. <laughs> oh, no, Donnie. That was this just me throwing right. it off the glass, because I know you're ready. I am ready, Stephanie. Okay, a couple of things. Number one, I need some clarity. You said you're getting 20 leads, 20 to 30 leads on your calendar a week, and you're closing one to two of them? No, not all of them make my calendar. So those leads are the ones that put their info in my website. 
Okay, and so you get 20 to 30 opt-ins, and from those yeah. opt-ins, how many people actually schedule a call? Maybe about three to four. Okay, so you've got about a third, a 10 to 15% on the call schedule, and then you close every single one of them for clarity or just one to two? I'll close like, but when I say closing, it's not just people on the calendar because I text my leads as well. So in some way or some sort of way, I get in communication with students either from my calendar or the opt-in and I'll close about two to three a week. Okay. Two to three, it was one to two a few minutes ago. Maybe. It's very important to understand the numbers. No, no, it's like two to three a week. Yeah. <laughs> two, two to three, three a week? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. So it sounds like you're doing a whole lot of manual stuff. They're coming to your website. They find you however they find you. You're texting some of them. Some of them are having calls. Sometimes the call gets on your calendar. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, let me ask you this, uh, Stephanie. How much are you generating in revenue on an annual basis? So last year, um, and it's not the whole 12 months. So from June to December, I made about $115,000, 115 to $120,000. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Was that your first six months in business? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is incredibly awesome. So what that tells me is that you have a concept that's a proven model. So we don't have to go through proving the concept. But yeah. the back end is just a little sloppy. Mm -hmm. So your question about who do I need to hire, a salesperson or um, an operations person, we have to kind of dig into that just a little deeper. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the first thing that I want to ask you is, um, so $115,000 on between those six months. So that means that you were averaging about $20,000 a month. Is that accurate? There was one peak month in there. So one month skewed November, and I'm going to prep for this year, which was good. So a lot of college students enrolled for the winter break, which okay. I wasn't foreseeing. So now I'm planning for summer break, you know, spring Okay, hold break. on. Let me, let me stay on task. So yeah. it's not $20,000 a month. What was your average monthly revenue? Um... That's that's tough because it started off like June and July were super low. Tell so me about August, September, October. Okay. So then um September I started like with like 10, 15,000. October was equal. So September and October was equal and then November I made about like 70,000 and okay. then December you know, dip just a little bit. And so then January, I made 25. Is there is okay. there a way real quick that you can like actually pull up your numbers? Yeah. This, um, this on my you, square account? Um, or however you can pull it up. However you count it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, am I, is it going to show the screen or? No, I don't think it'll show the screen. Just for you, just so you can give us accurate. Oh, numbers, okay. Because okay. Is it showing the screen? About, kind of, sort of, maybe I know. a little bit. I it went up, came down a little. You know what I mean? Like, for an making, it's making the one fifteen look questionable. Right. Oh, no. oh no, no, it's not. And we believe you made it, but we want to make this make sense to the to the viewers that are watching as well. Absolutely. Okay, so November. So you can't see my screen, so, right? So real quick, the the number the number one takeaway. No, we can't see your screen. It's cool. Okay. The number one takeaway 
is you you have to be able to inspect what you expect. And if you expect mm-hmm. to grow, we need mm-hmm. to know where we are right now so that we can grow. Like we were talking about it before uh, before we went live. And he was like, well, we make, you know, we made $120,000 a year. And I said, well, how much did it cost you to make that? And he said, well, we keep all of it. But then I asked a few more questions and it turns out you walk home with 50%. Right, so right. It's, it's, it's easy. The gross number, we made six figures, sounds really, really cool. But there's yeah. actually people who make $100,000 a year that um, actually would make more money, profit, like net, take home. They make more money working at the Cheesecake Factory. For real, for real. I understand that. So, okay, I'm in my Square account. And so um, I'm going backwards. So um, January just closed at 23605 And so I could only do this. So December um, closed at 24000 And I have to go into my QuickBooks. November was uh, 52300 All right, that's all I need right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, real quick. So can, I get, can, I get sept- can I get September and October now? Just add it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, but so I, all of it's not in Square. That's what okay. I mean, because I just switched over. So only I switched over to Square in October, and it only processed 1600 okay. But that's when I switched over. So I don't have September in here. I'd have to go my QuickBooks. So that's when I was taking payments from everywhere. And, the and the reason- then I said, I can't. So, so I made maybe, it all square. And maybe we don't have time to like do it right now to gather all that, but it's mm-hmm. going to be important because we want to yes. know what yes. happened in September and October that caused this big jump in November. And then it split in half in December. You know what happened, right? But right. the important thing is to duplicate what happened. But and this is, again, not just for you, just yeah. for everybody. This is the importance of the numbers. Right. November was when I signed that contract. Mm-hmm. And so that other place sent me a lot of students. So that's what happened for November to have yeah. that spike. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about the contract because I don't believe you talked about it since we've been live. So oh, okay. you got a contract that did what? So I joined with American Red Cross. And so you can teach um, with them. And so every student they send me, I pay a percentage. So November was a peak because half were mine and half were theirs. Understood. Is that a recurring contract or was it just for that month? No, it's, it's, it's going on. So every month I have a mix of students. Do you know the percentage of students that are coming from the Red Cross contract versus the percentage of students that just found you somewhere else? I would say 50-50. Okay, that's really important to know. So a couple of things, Stephanie, right away. um, Number one, you have to know your numbers. I don't care if we're making $10,000 a year or $100,000 a year. We have to know the average income of what we're making. It just makes us solid from a business perspective because you're having the conversation and you're introducing the conversation now about who should I hire? And I need to know the numbers to project your affordability on who you can hire because it's not always about who you want. It's about who you can get. What are your expenses? Uh, what, are your, what are the average of your expenses total? You don't have to break them down individually. Okay. I wish I could give you guys a unit of blood or do CPR or something because <laughs> the numbers are killing me. Um, okay. So I'd rather do nursing all day. Um, okay. So 
You want me to tally my expenses? So I have the rent. Hold on. Um, I pay my contractors for clinical. And then utilities, right? So, so real, real quick, because uh, Donnie's going to have to understand, um, like, when we say contractors for clinical. So you were saying something about your, you have the labs and the clinicals, right? And the lab right. person gets paid per person, I mean, per hour. And so is the clinical. And also, you have to give Red Cross a cut too, right? So we got right. every number that we can think of so Donnie gets clarity. Okay, so my number one, I'll go through my number one best-selling course. My number one best-selling course is a combo course where I give you the nursing assistant certificate, home health aid, and CPR. So no matter if it's, um, that course is in a hybrid format, whether it's American Red Cross or mine, it works the same. When the student enrolls, they complete a content online at their own schedule and pace, so it's asynchronous. They then come to me at Healthcare EDU for lab. I do all my labs. I do it as a quality control because it mirrors with the state exam, and I want all my students to pass. So they come in for three lab days, and it's not one-on-one. -on -one. I have a, a big school, so I could have like 10 students, 15 students in here. Um, three lab days. Then they go out to two clinical days. I have three 1099 nurse contractors that do my two clinical days for me. And again, the clinical days are not one-on-one. -on -one. It's I, I don't like to go make them too large because I want the experience. So I usually send anywhere from four to six students, even though the state ratio is 10. But I keep it four to six. And they do two clinical days. And I pay my nurse contractors um, yeah. to do the two days for me. Okay, perfect. So let's get an estimate of what you spend to operate your business on a monthly basis. Okay. Um, okay, hold on. It would have to be like $5,000. Where'd that number come from? So my rent um, for the place, because I already have all my equipment. Um, I already bought all my equipment up front. So my rent for the place, um, my utilities, like the internet and you know phone, and then what I pay my nurses. Because my nurses might go out, um, like this past week, we only ran two clinical days I mean, each nurse might go out four days a month for me. Um, okay. Are your classes stored on any type of software or are these live classes? No, um, it's I built it out on Thinkific. Okay, so that's an expense. Right. Oh, and I right. did not. Okay, so uh, a couple of things. Number one, the very first thing that I want you to do, Stephanie, is get in control of your money. You have yes. to know what is coming in and what is coming out. Now, I am not a fan of tracking my money, my revenue, or my expenses on spreadsheets, but if that's what you have to do for now, let's go ahead and get that done, right? Um, because even though you have paid in advance, maybe you paid in advance for something like QuickBooks for an annual subscription, it still has to break down to a monthly cost so you understand exactly how much money you have available. It is difficult for me to give you any type of advice on hiring when I don't have an accurate measure of how much money you actually have, right? Okay. So your just, just in general rule of thumb, your payroll expense total across the board, including your payroll, 
and anyone who works for you, contractors, nurses, whoever, should not exceed any more than 30 to 35% of the total sales revenue that you're bringing in every single month, okay? So that's okay. number one, 30 to 35%. Now, when you run those numbers and you can't afford that, right? If when you run those numbers and you need to bring in an operations person, but that number doesn't support an operations person's salary, then my immediate uh, thought process is to bring on someone who can drive revenue. I always tell my brand new entrepreneurs, do not hire fast on cost expense employees. Bring on team members that can drive revenue first, okay? What is the average amount of uh, doing business with you? What's the average investment? How much does it cost? It's um, 2000 to 2100 Okay, so you got 2000 to 2100 So this says that you can definitely do a sales team over the phone to get someone interested in this program, right? right. Um, I'm not sure that that person should be you or it should not be you. It depends on what, you know, everything that has to happen in your business. So if I am you, I am definitely implementing a sales team. But before we can accurately implement a sales team, you've got to get some processes in place. Calls have to be put on a calendar. I, I would imagine that you're texting people from your personal sales cell phone. It's um that Ring Central app that I so use. So you have the Ring Central app. Is it integrated uh, to any type of software or CRM system where you can follow the lead and see what's happening? No. All right. So anytime you're, you're probably losing money on leads as well, because you got to search through text message history and exactly. find lead. their name and ring central may not have come across as the way it should have come across. A whole lot of things are happening. So the first thing that I'm going to encourage you, um, Stephanie, since you're already making money is to identify um, where you are from a financial status. Right. So you got to identify your financial status. Meaning, okay. how much money am I making every single month? How much money am I spending every single month? I don't prefer spreadsheets because spreadsheets are messy and they're manual unless you get them integrated into some of your, your software. I would recommend, you mentioned earlier that you have QuickBooks. I would absolutely recommend that you're keeping track of every single thing inside your QuickBooks. It's done for you once you get it integrated with your bank accounts and your bill pay systems, right? That's okay. number one. Number two, you need to get really, really clear on how many leads you are actually bringing in to your okay. business. It troubles me that you're using uh, Wix because they have very limited, Wix is a website platform. It's not a sales funnel platform. So, so, so we can include some pixels and things that will force it to do what we want it to do, but it's not designed for this type of business model. So you need more of a funnel that allows you to study your analytics and you can see how many people are coming to your website, how many people are clicking, you know, each individual links. We can create some some you'll you'll eliminate the issue of some people are texting and some people are scheduling a call. A funnel will force people to take every single step in the order that you want them to take that step. Right. Right. In terms of organization and structure, you don't have it right now. You don't have it right now. But is it something that you believe you're capable of doing? Do you right. have to know how? To, in terms of what? Setting up uh, policies or SOPs? What exactly do you mean? Uh, systems and workflows. So 
you need you need something where it says <clears throat> my lead goes to my funnel, right? right? From the funnel, they watch a video explanation, maybe 18 minutes to 23 minute video explanation of what it is that I do. If they are interested, then the next step is to schedule a call. After they schedule a call, maybe they'll do some kind of a survey so I can get more information. That call is automatically placed on my calendar. So I don't have to do anything to ensure that I understand what my schedule is going to be for the day. And then once that call is automatically scheduled on my calendar, there are some follow-up sequences that happen on the back end to make sure that people are actually showing up for the call. We need to get this process clear first before we hire salespeople. Right. So my, um, so when I said Wix, I, on the Wix site, I just, you know how you could pay for it to market, but I also market um, on Facebook and it does go through a funnel. And so that's how I get some people on the calendar. But that last tail end that you said, I don't have once they're on my calendar and that once hub pops up like Tuesday at 11, you know, I don't have that other piece, you know, to make sure that they get there. Okay. Before I let Dave, I'm going to, I'm going to let Dave interject because he's, he's warmed up and he's ready. Um, we understand that we need to get a sales flow. The step one was we need to get our money in order. Do you right. have a bookkeeper? I do. I do. Okay. You have a bookkeeper and we don't know our numbers. I'm, I don't know what's going it's, on here. No, he's doing it, but I, I didn't, um, get all my month to month and review everything prior to the call. So it's not something that I review every day. It's not my strong suit to be quite honest with you. Um, so that's where the trouble lies, but I do have like the QuickBooks. I have everything set up, but I would say going in and reviewing the analytics, just like you mentioned with the sales lead, I set up the funnels, but it's so tasky to now go back in and review or even, um, even what happened to me on Once Hub, I had set a calendar and people were booking and my schedule changed and I didn't go back into the Once Hub and change my schedule so I wouldn't have people booking at, at a bad time. So that kind of going back and checking all the systems of my steps or all the steps of my system. What do you spend the most of your time doing? Where Where's the most of your time spent? The most of my time is the day-to-day -day tasks. So once my students enroll, because my class is already built, correct? So once my students enroll, I send the enrollment agreements. I send the school policy, which I got on DocuSign. I'm embarrassed to say how long it took me to get on DocuSign, but I got on DocuSign. I made templates and then I give them access to the ca uh, class. Right. Um, You're missing automations, Dave. Um, I can go right. deeper on this, but right. I want you to go ahead and you, you fired up. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. This, this is really, really good. I mean, this is this is the, the information that you need right now. And we I think we all understand that you really need to get a handle on your numbers. Yes. You like I think somebody said in the chat, you can't grow it if you don't know it. For sure. But, but outside of that, um, I like to know where would you like to be? in terms of income? So, um, I mean, I'm ready to grow my, I want to teach. I want to get all this pesky stuff out of the way. I want to so teach. Give me a favor. Let me get a class. number. 
Let me get a number. Um, I don't know. I want to grow it as far as it can grow. First step. First step. First step. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Don't come up with a number right now. Don't come up oh, with a number okay. right now. Because I don't want you to answer it for answer's sake. Yeah. Right. But I need you to come up with some sort of number so we know what to reach to. Okay. Because even the advice that Donnie gives, if you're saying, yo, I want to make $200,000 a year, she might give you different advice than you're saying, I want to make $2 million. Okay. It's I see totally what you're saying. different marketing. It's totally different. Okay. What percentage of budget do we have to put into marketing? Right. Like what type of sales people do we need? First off, the $2,000, right? It's $2,000 to be in your program, right? Mm -hmm. So what you were saying is some of the results that your clients get was what? They get three certificates. So they get a nursing assistant training, a home health aid, and they get the basic life support certificate. So my students are getting work while they're still in class. Um, it's essential workers. So it's a total game changer for my students. Talk so result though, result. I give you 2000. They don't care that they get a certification. What is the result? The result is is that they, um, oh, okay, I see what you mean. So the bigger picture for them is that it changes their financial trajectory in their lives. So it makes them an essential personnel, um, even prior to COVID, but now with during this time. So it changes their financial uh, trajectory. It gives them job security and allows them to enter the healthcare field. Give me a number. I need numbers. Give me a number. Of oh, what they make? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so at minimum, they're making $20 if they work um, with a long-term care facility, about $22 per hour in the hospital. And agencies, um, temp agencies are making about 30 bucks an hour. But you said something's happening in the industry right now, right? Right, right. What's happening. They're, they're more essential and more in demand. The curve has switched. Essential workers now have the power. So they're actually making their demands. Like, I don't want this job. They have 10 jobs um, to choose from, which was not the case five years ago. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of my students are mothers. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A lot of my students are ESL, English as a second language, immigrant, you know, adult learners. Just that power in itself is game changing. They're getting sign on bonuses. They're getting um, employers paying for them to go on to nursing school. So it, it really is a game changer for them. Yeah. And uh, you were saying that one of your students got recruited to go somewhere, right? 
Oh, I was saying that they, they're even sending emails. If you want to go to Alaska, they're paying CNAs $50 an hour in Alaska. That's just the need um, so that people understand what's happening. Good. So we're doing, uh, in, in the, the whole exercise Dottie went through, you really are going to have to spend more time on that because mm-hmm. now we have to see if we can get, uh, if someone's going to invest $2,000 mm-hmm. and they can make 20 to 40, let's say $40 an hour, that means over a week they get their money back. Oh, for sure. Oh, for That's sure. That's the picture that we're painting. But the question is, how much of that uh, 2000 do you get to keep and take home? So it's one thing to say we want to make $300,000 a year, but is the $2,000 enough for you to take home based on all the bills that you're paying? So you might say, I want to net $300,000, but if we don't know, because we might have to change the pricing. Can we charge $3,000 for somebody to make $50 an hour? Maybe. Right, right. What do other people charge for the certification? So it's um, it's comparable. There's I'm right next to a community college that charges 21, but my flexibility is different because it's a hybrid model and I don't give you time constraints. Mm. Um, I also have another class that I could put in for a twenty five hundred dollar combo, which is the medication administration program certificate. So you could get three certificates at two thousand or you could get four at the twenty five hundred. Good. Okay. So the the what we have to decide, you want to take this note, is you want to set a clear goal that you want mm-hmm. to have by the end of this year. How much do you okay. want your business to do? Mm-hmm. How much do you want to take home? Okay. So we have to have goals for gross and net. Okay. So uh, with my accountant, we didn't just go through the gross numbers. She said, what do you want to net after expenses? And that right. controls a lot. So like even with this uh, with this call, if you know how big you want your business to go, then you'll start asking different questions. Make sense? Right. And so I think, too, is that I more so was thinking I know what program. So I'm applying to offer LPN because I've taught nursing and I've been a director of nursing education programs. So my goal in this business um, was to start with their certificate programs. But once I get the licensed practical nurse, it's a game changer. It's a total you know, so I think I was thinking more of programs mm-hmm. that I would love my school to offer, but tying those in with the finances on the end goal is for sure what I'm going to do next. Good. Donnie, oh, you want to you check for, what did you gather so far from what Donnie said and what I said? Um. Well, yeah, I've got to sit and not just let quit books do its thing, but really take a look at it. And it's not, although she didn't use the word, but for me, it's not just when taxes come around, take a look at what's going on. I've got to set aside time, whether it's weekly or monthly, to really look at my numbers um, and not just the person kind of, because I'm just kind of more focused when I get a student, provide them the experience and things of that nature. But I, I think I need dedicated time, whatever day of the week, whatever amounts to base it solely on my numbers. Mm. Okay. 
I like it. First, uh, before I comment, let's go ahead and shout out Simply Credit for the super chat, $9.99. Thank you, thank you, Simply Credit. And for those of you who are watching, if you're getting any value from this Brain Picker podcast episode today, show us a little bit of love. There's like a dollar sign. We don't know what you see on your end, but I believe (laughs) there's like a dollar sign at the bottom of your screen and you can sow a seed. So we appreciate you for doing so. Um, real quick, let us refresh. What is it? Reset the room. Dave, if we could bring up the board that shows Stephanie's information, people are asking what she does. So we are here with Stephanie. She is the CEO and founder of Healthcare EDU. She she basically offers education and training for nurses. All right. Yep. So we are here today to grow. She's looking to grow her business. We are here today because she wants to know what her next growth move should be. And she thought that it was immediately in hiring. uh, But a couple of things need to happen before we can hire. Number one, like Dave said, set the goal. Get the goal very, very clear. Uh, Number two, understand, understand the numbers that you're bringing in right now. What are we spending? What are we earning in revenue? Okay. Without that, Stephanie, I don't feel good about giving you a hiring strategy because I don't know how much your affordability is in the payroll department. If you can afford uh, payroll and it's not in, it's not exceeding, including what you're paying your nurses and yourself, 30 to 35 percent. I don't know that I would have you get an operations manager just yet, but I will certainly have you have you uh, get someone who can help you with operations and getting some things in place, right? Getting some systems um, in place. And that is an operations person, but I don't know that your budget allows you to, to actually hire like a COO or an operations manager, but you can get someone who's savvy in operations. And their immediate goal, um, I believe in slowing down to speed up. So before you bring a whole lot more leads into your system, I want you to nurture and foster the leads that you're getting correctly out of the gate. All right. So that means that their first order of business, it could even be an assistant. Your assistant could be someone who is more of a um, not a personal assistant, but an executive assistant who understands systems and operations to a degree, because we're not looking for the COO yet. Your business isn't ready for that just yet. We are looking for someone who can help you. And their first order of business is going to be in getting your back end organized. Um, They will assist you in hiring someone. You don't need a COO to put a funnel in place, Um, but you need someone who will stay on top of. And I'm saying that you need an assistant because what you're giving me right now so far says that you don't enjoy the follow-up part and you don't manage the process of other people very well, right? So I would get an assistant or someone who can help oversee that projects are being done. So you would hire someone to build you out a sales funnel. You mentioned like I have Facebook and there's a funnel there and I'm not talking about any of those things. I am talking specifically about a sales funnel that controls your lead from the very beginning of when they enter your your funnel to the very end of when they're getting on the phone with you and then what happens after that. And uh, that person will control that. So you'll find someone, you can get some references. If you want to email me, I can give you a reference in terms of who can get 
your funnel done, or you can go on to uh, platforms like Fiverr or Upwork, uh, places like that. That's going to be the next order of business. Once you have order around your business, once we know that we're getting leads in and we're not missing them because something happened and they didn't end up on our calendar, once we know that people are not uh, navigating around your website and instead of, of booking a call, they're texting the number that's listed in your contact us. Once we have that streamlined, then we want to open the gates to getting more leads in. And then you'll potentially need another salesperson. I asked you how you're spending the majority of your time because I want to see as a CEO where your value is. And what I'm hearing from you is that you are more of a visionary in the corporate structure of your business. You're going to have two main roles. You'll have a visionary and you'll have an integrator. The visionary is usually the CEO, though nothing is 100%. And you are that person. You are the epitome of the visionary. You know what you want to offer. You know where you want your nurses to end up after working with you. And you are super focused on the type of experience that they have when they come into your community. And you want to focus there. Stephanie, that is where your skill set is. Yes. But not so much on generating the lead, closing the deal, keeping order around your leads, and you're going to need help there. So go really clear on where your money is, on what your financial status is. Hire someone based on those numbers. You are either looking for an assistant who understands operations or you're looking for an operations assistant, period, who can manage the process, who can who can manage the process of you getting your funnels and all that in place, or you can get a coach to help you with something like that, right? Um, and then you want to focus on sales, but we don't want to drive more sales until we got some organization and structure. You nailed it. I could not have said it better. I The vision of where I wanted to go, what I want my students to experience. I put on my IG that I'm a natural born educator. When I get them to the lab and I'm teaching them, that's my happy place. What program I want to develop next, my books, all of that. And so I need someone. So I have two questions. One, I didn't know that it was a title operations assistant, which makes me happy. And so I would love for someone to do. Um, not that I minimize coaching because it's definitely important, but I need I need tasks just handed to somebody for them to do. Um, and then going back, um, when we were talking about. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me get clear on that first question. I'm sorry. What was the first question? No, it wasn't a question. I was just saying I agree that there was a yeah title called operations assistant. Um, But going back when you were discussing Ring Central, because I'm taking the contacts, I'm plugging in their cell phone, and then I'm using your system and I'm downloading images on Shutterfly, what I think is cool. But you said there was some kind of automation to Ring Central, but I don't know if you said a name or what. Like, what can I do so I'm not typing in numbers and um i use a system called just call.io i use a system called just call.io it is connected to my crm and my scheduling platform shout out to ta- to tax coach courtney yeah, for the that. 1999 super chat we got and i saw someone else too they got a couple you- out here man simply credit appreciate 
the uh thanks for the super chat uh my snatch shop thank you thank you the real scott free gave us a super chat chloe chloe yoga finance she stay pulling up my man charles produced by pack tv he's on every single episode shouts out to y'all attack coach courtney appreciate it Wow. As we're getting all this good news, I just saw that my mentor just passed away. One of my mentors, Bob Proctor. We just lost oh, the no. amazing Bob Proctor. Man, this is a huge oh, loss. Oh. Huge loss. Mm. Bob Proctor was amazing. Shout out, rest in peace, and let's send him and him and his family some love live Absolutely. Uh, right now on the Brain Can, I, can I take Podcast. a time in, in getting that information and just to talk to you, Stephanie, that... um. We like so she just said that Bob Proctor, that's crazy. It's the first time I'm hearing it. Um, and he did so much work and affected so many people um, that we can interrupt what we're doing right now and talk about his legacy. And hopefully you look at your business the same way mm-hmm. that you will be able to affect millions and millions of people. For Maybe sure. millions of people aren't coming through your class, but you're gonna affect so many households, so many people yeah. in their industry. And you have an obligation to kind of take this stuff seriously, and yeah. because you are affecting the you you are you For are sure. changing the world. You, For you know sure, and we're short, are we? Which means For you sure. have an obligation to bring more people into this wonderful industry because it's not it's not about money. It's no. about how can we get these people some assistance? How can we train up a generation? You are, I, and I hope you feel the pressure on your back to uh, put a dent in our healthcare system. Like you can be responsible for that. So uh, for sure. absolutely, rest in peace, Bob Proctor. Go for it. I wanna, uh, I wanna bring the attention back to you. Thank you, Dave, for doing that. I, I do wanna bring the attention back to you, Stephanie. I wanna make sure that you have some clear action steps, right? So we, right. David has summarized the action steps I have as well. Uh, right now, tell me so far, what's been your biggest takeaway from, from your session today? So outside of the need to know my numbers, um, the biggest takeaway was my huge debate between an operations and assistant or sales. But like I said, you just blew my mind where an operations assistant. Um, and as soon as those, you said those words, it clicked. That's exactly what I need. So after I look at my numbers, I'm going to see to what capacity, even someone part-time or three-quarter time or, or whatever it may be so that I can focus on what I've been focusing on, which is the experience and the, the core product. So mm-hmm. when, um, when David mentioned, my mission is to increase not just quantity, but quality of essential healthcare workers. Yes. So yes. that's why, um, you know, maybe sometimes not hyper-focused on the numbers, but I want to deliver a good, when people, I'm building the reputation, when they say, oh, you graduated from there, they already know what type of person or yes. skill set or professionalism right that you're going to get. So I think I just put asterisks on my paper around that operations assistant. Um, Of course, people go into business to make money is a a goal. You don't want to go into poorhouse. But when you say slowing down to speed up, I'm I'm definitely not opposed to it. And I'm, I'm in line for it because I take pride. I left like a corporate job. Um, And so this is what I'm passing on to my children. So I have no problems in doing that. Mm. I will 
do it right. So those those two things were all those little little plug in kind of tasky things that are day by day. I'm here and I'm like just little I something. So I need that operations assistant. I'll email you too to see, you know, I don't know where their house or <laughs> where yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a uh, I'm gonna send you a message. What is your what really clear? I, I need to I need to believe that we've impacted you today. What's the very first step you're taking? I want to know that you got it. What's the very first action step you're taking after this call today? Well, I have to go look at my Square and my QuickBooks to kind of, because I don't know what's a, a profit. I mean, I have money in my account, so I don't think I'm at a loss. But I mean, to really know like the net, right, or cost or was it net after you pay everybody? I really need to know what that looks like because we're early enough in the year. I don't want to be in this position in December and not know. So I want to really delve into January to fully understand I how can, much I, can, I how much I sent spent. I can maybe give you some language to add to talk okay. to you because you have you have a you have a, an accountant or a bookkeeper. Uh he's a CPA. Does and what does he do for you? Just at a so we um well he does my taxes um with the school when it was in its inception there was a lot of things that we have to send for regulations office of the state auditor nice. so he did those initial documents and then we have to send them yearly so he'll do it when the year comes up um in order to be in compliance with the state of Massachusetts first hire bookkeeper cuz you don't have anybody in your business monitoring your numbers oh Very okay do you do that hire. Does he do that? Can he can he do that? He can if he offers it. Sometimes accountants oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes accountants don't like to do bookkeeping because it's very tasking and they just want to get the final reports from the bookkeeper. So ask him, inquire for sure. Okay. Yes. All right. Not, Let me go ahead. I wanted to make it easy for you uh, because you got tripped up a little bit on gross versus net. Um, a way that I teach like younger kids. And, and even the way that I learned myself, like if you think about casting a net out, right, everything that you bring in is your revenue. What trickles down through the net is your gross. The net catches everything that's left, meaning after all of your expenses, what's left in the net is your net income. All okay. right. So you're putting it out there. You're catching everything. The net is what you have left. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, Thank you. So first hire is what? A bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. Right. Because you need to know how much you're making. And this is the mm -hmm. kind of like the cadence that you would like to type like to get. How much you're making? Like what is, you know, what is your income? Mm -hmm. Where your income is coming from. So this is this is important when you're interviewing your, your bookkeeper. Mm -hmm. I want to know how much I'm making. Yeah. Where the money's coming from. Because the money's okay. going to be coming from different places. Right. Where the money's coming from. What are all of my expenses? Okay. And I recommend a semi-monthly report. So every two weeks, we have a conversation okay. seeing where we're at. Most bookkeepers, I don't know if they'll give you a... I mean, they can give you a report every single week, but um, I don't I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if you need that just yet. But okay. At least once a month, so you can look at... Once, you'll be able to see your whole business in black and white. 
Okay. Makes yeah, sense. And then we can figure out, well, I don't need to be spending this much for this. Or, wow, this brought in the most income. How can we double down our marketing efforts on this right here? And right. then you can come back to Donnie and say, hey, I need a salesperson to increase this. I did, Maybe I don't need a salesperson to go get the, like to close the leads. I might need a salesperson that's going to go to Red Cross and get me them 30 again. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, good. right. So, yeah, I, I think, Donnie, a bookkeeper will solve 80% of this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I just found out. I didn't realize, like, yo, you don't even have one. Yeah. So. Look, she said something that could go super tricky for an entrepreneur. She said, I mean, I've got a lot of money in the bank. I've got money in the bank. Girl, I got a lot that, of money in the bank, too. That, that, that's what tipped it off, Donnie. <laughs> when you said okay, that, that tipped it off. That, that, that money in the bank means nothing. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Well, listen, you have an incredible business model. I love what it is that you're doing. Not only do I love what you're doing from a high-level perspective, you are extremely passionate about your business model. And your energy is amazing. And I have no doubt that once we do the fine tuning on your business, you're going to go straight to the next level. I cannot wait until we check back in on you in a couple of months for an update uh, and what's happening in your business. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Any closing questions? Um. No, no closing questions. I was, um, well, no, I think because I mentioned my future nurse navigator program, but no, I don't have any closing questions. I'm just going to do the back end work. I want to thank the both of you. Um, this was extremely, sometimes you get this, um, I watch all of your shows and like I mentioned, I've purchased from your products before um, and you feel like you're kind of learning secondhand, but it's nothing like the live coaching and when someone's actually directly speaking to your business. So like Oprah said, I had like two aha moments and I can't thank you enough because I just need to get to implementing this. So I'm not bogged down um, with some of these things, which is what I've been feeling. And I could just put myself in my lane of what I love, which is teaching. So no, I think both of you, I love and watch and contribute to everything that both of you do. It's natural. So that's, that's the best thing. You guys are doing what you were meant and put on this earth to do. So I really appreciate it. Thank both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, that, that, that was that session. Listen, we are going to follow back up with you. Make sure okay. You all are following, okay? Healthcare EDU. If you know somebody that wants to get in the space, man, go to Healthcare EDU on Instagram. If you know someone looking for a job, you're looking for, you know, somebody that like really wants to get in the space, whether they're college students, getting out of college, um, just wants to change up a career, man, please follow Healthcare EDU on Instagram. All right. Can I say one thing? Oh, yeah. sorry about that. One thing, I won't be long. I was going to say that these certificate programs are not what they used to be. They've morphed into something else. There are CNAs that are opening the um, assisted group homes that you go rest in after you have surgery. So don't as- underestimate the value of having health knowledge in your brain. Because I even tell people, even if you don't plan on working in it, you should get a certificate because you advocate for your family. 
Just like if you have a lawyer in the family, a doctor in the family, somebody like that, this health knowledge is um, is priceless. So that's all I wanted to add. All right, there it is. Well, look, you go have an awesome weekend and we can't wait Thank to see you. uh, your follow-up, okay? Thank you. All right, no problem. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Dave, that was a good episode. Really good, really good. You know what I love about this? I love the diversity of the businesses that we get to connect with. I love being able to offer a platform for entrepreneurs who might not yet qualify to be a featured guest on the Social Proof Podcast, but they got something dope that's happening and they're so transparent about where they are and what they need help with that they come to the Brain Pop Picker Podcast and get those one, two, or even three aha moments that's going to go back and literally change the game. Did you see uh, from one of our few, from one of our previous episodes, did you see Coach Cass update uh, that I think he posted yesterday? No, what happened? I'm going to pull it up real quick. He tagged us in the post. It was so dope. Um, hold on one sec. Let me get it. Coach Cav, he's in my messages here. Anyway, he was in his, he was talking about, here it is. Um, he did an update that said, here's what happened. He created like a whole cute reel about it. Here's what happened this week. And he said, if you were considering going on the Brain Picker podcast with Donnie Wiggins and David Shands, I'd like to share how their advice has streamlined my business with these changes. I received a return on my investment in one week. Thank you, David and Donnie. Mm -hmm. He said, last week, I appeared on the Brain Picker podcast with David Shands and Donnie Wiggins. Donnie gave me advice and he talked about the advice that he gave, that we gave. Um, Donnie also recommended that I hire someone to build out a system to make it simple. He started that process. Then he went on to say, that he actually got the funnel that we told him to build. Let's go. So the is there. He got the funnel. He said, by the end of the call, David advised that we create a standardized and streamlined payment process. He went ahead and he nailed that. He got his payment, his checkout page. I know it's kind of far away. You can't really see it. But he said, since that episode, we've had 75 members join the Coach Calf Club. And we've secured two new investors since yesterday wow. in the last few hours. <laughs> Who's yes. next on the Brain Picker Podcast? Yes. Who's, Who's next? next on the oh. Brain Picker Podcast, guys? We got new dates that just uploaded. So make sure you go to um, brainpickerpodcast.com. Again, brain, www.brainpickerpodcast.com because we've got some new dates that just dropped. And the cool thing is you're coming for coaching. So we're not really tight on the qualifications. It doesn't matter what business model you're, you have. It doesn't matter how experienced or new you are to your business. Um, we just want to help you get to whatever your next level is. So from beginners to advanced level entrepreneurs, come on and get your spot. Let's Absolutely. get it. Absolutely. I, I, gotta, I, I want to go through some uh, videos real quick um, and I'll just share it that the last Brain Picker podcast that we did, that video has 4,500 views, meaning 4,500 people saw their podcast episode. The one before that, remember um, the young lady uh, talking about the builders and the brokers and trying to, and really trying to identify the uh, her, her Kelly, I think, yes. Absolutely. Almost 7,000 views on YouTube, meaning... 7,000 people got a chance to see their business. Before that, we got, uh, uh, who was that? Um, oh, that was Coach Cass. 
No, 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 no. I wasn't Coach Cav. That was, um, he was talking about the financial literacy. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I, yes. Um, he was the, the, not the, uh, there are no credit agencies. Yes, yes. Credit reporting bureaus yep. is what it is. Yeah. 7,500 people saw that. And, and that's I just YouTube. See, look, and that's just YouTube. I saw on Instagram, he's been kicking up that marketing. So they must be coming to his page. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We got we to gotta sit, man. Just, just shouts out to everybody that's been on the podcast. Um, real quick, we got a couple of badges and we're going to get out of here. Um, shouts out to Dabalicious for the badge, for the super chat, super sticker. Yes. Grenade threw a dub our way. This is lit. Okay, dub our way. Let's go. So Ashley L says she needs help. Well, go to brainbreakerpodcast.com. Book your session. It's 1215. Donnie, you got businesses to go build. I got businesses to go build. Everybody here got to go implement the stuff you just heard right now on the Brain Picker Podcast. And we will catch you all later. All right. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.